0: Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, I repent, based on our reading of Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 1 and 2. Let us see what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save neither is air heavy that it cannot hear but your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear although God is willing and able to hear us when we cry out to him in prayer if we regard iniquity in our heart our prayers will never reach to the heart of God Ponder this thought for a moment. It is a very dangerous thing to allow our iniquity and transgressions to go for days without repenting of these actions. In Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1 and 2, the Lord reminds us of the dangers of not repenting of our transgression. The word of the Lord said, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his air heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. There are many of us who are fully aware that we are living in sin and committing adultery and fornication on a regular basis, yet we come into the sanctuary on sabbaths with our sacrifice of praise and expect God to hear our petition and provide our response. There are many of us who know that we do not keep a Sabbath day holy, but we will believe that God will hear our cry for help when we are doing our examinations. There are many of us who know that we bear false witness against our neighbor and participate in gossiping about the brethren yet we still expect God to hear our prayers and provide a positive answer to our request. There are many of us who know that our dress and deportment does not truly reflect the baptismal vows that we made, yet we still expect God to bless us and answer our prayers. My friend, do you remember what the Bible said in Matthew 6 verse 24? no man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other Ye cannot serve god and mammon as christians we cannot be servants of satan and still expect god to hear our prayers and provide an answer to our requests. in order for us to get a positive response from the Lord. We must do what he said in 1 John 1 and verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Only when we confess our sins and receive forgiveness for our transgression will the Lord be able to hear our prayers and attend his ear unto our requests do you remember what jesus said to the people in the sermon on the mount about bringing their gifts to the altar during our corporate worship service in matthew 5 23 and 24 the word of the lord said therefore if you bring thy gift to the altar and there remembers thy brother as art against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way first be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer thy gifts Here God is clearly stating that we must resolve our issues with our brethren before we can bring our gifts to the altar. And by extension, we need to confess our sins to one another before the Lord will answer our prayers. Could it be that many of us are not receiving answer to our prayers because we regard iniquity in our heart and we have not repented of our transgressions? Could it be that our transgressions continue to make it difficult for us to believe or to delight in the study of the Word of God on a daily basis because the Holy Spirit will not help someone who regards iniquity in their heart? I pray that we will take heed and ask the Holy Spirit to help us to confess our sins and transgressions so that we can put ourselves in a position where the Lord will be able to hear our prayer and attend unto our requests. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of Scripture, he made the following statement, and I quote, The prophet here rectifies the mistake of those who had been quarreling with God because they had not the deliverance wrought for them which they had been often fasting and praying for. Now here he shows, one, that it was not owing to God, They had no reason to lay the fault upon him that they were not saved out of the hands of their enemies. For A, he was still as able to help as ever. His hand is not shortened. His power is not at all lessened, straightened or abridged. Whether we consider the extent of his power or the effect, efficacy of it, God can reach us as far as ever and with as strong a hand as ever. Note, the church's salvation comes from the hand of God, and that has not waxed weak, nor is it at all shortened. Has the Lord's hand waxed short? No, it has not. He will not have it thought. So, neither length of time nor strength of enemies, nor nor weakness of instruments, nor shortened or straightened the power of God, with which it is all one to save by many or by few. B. He was still as ready and willing to help as ever in answer to our prayers. His ear is not heavy that he cannot hear. Though he had many prayers to hear and answer, and though he has been long hearing prayers, yet he is still as ready to hear prayers as ever. 2. That it was owing to themselves, they stood in their own light and put a bar in their own door. God was coming towards them in ways of mercy and they hindered him. Your iniquities have what? Kept good things from you. See what mischief sin does? Number one, it hinders God's mercy from coming down upon us. It is a partition wall that separates between us and God. None, notwithstanding the infinite distance that is being between God and man by nature. There was a correspondence settled between them till sin set them at variance, justly provoked God against man and unjustly alienated man from God. Thus it separates between them and God. He is our God, yours in profession, and therefore is so much the more malignity and mischievousness in sin which separates between you and him. Sin hinders the, his face from us. It provokes him to anger and enjoy his gracious presence to suspend the token of his favor and the instance of his help. He hides his face as refusing to be seen or spoken with. See here sin in its color, sin exceedingly sinful, withdrawing the creature from his allegiance of his creator, and sin and see sin in its consequences, sin exceedingly hurtful, separating us from God, and so separating us not only from all good but to all evil, which is the very quint- quintessence of the curse numero b. It hinders our prayers from coming up unto God. It provokes him to hide his face that he will not hear. As he has said, If you regard iniquity in your heart, if we indulge it and allow ourselves in it, God will not hear our prayers. We cannot expect that he would countenance us while we go on to affront him. End of quote. I pray that we will continue to ask the Holy Spirit to help us to repent of our sins so that we will not hinder or we will not be hindered from receiving the answers from God to our prayers. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another reminder. Repentance is important. You will not hear us if we regard iniquity in our heart. Help us, Lord, to repent of our transgression every day. Clean our slate so that, Lord, as we confess and as we pray, you will answer our prayers we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.